Surecast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 10th episode of I'm So Surecast. I'm your host, Tim Early, and I'm here with Tim Sullivan. Hello. And it's the fucking... <laughs> and it's the 10th episode, man. And, uh... Didn't think we'd make it to the double digits. The double oh, digits. wow. This is the actual double digits. This episode. is double digits, dude. This is the ribbon cutting of number 10. And uh, to celebrate the 10th episode and for episodes past the 10th episode, we got a soundboard. I and uh, we did get a soundboard. And, and we, by the way, this is we're all doomed because no good show or TV series has ever gone beyond nine episodes. I mean, nine seasons, sorry. Yeah. So maybe we're doomed. But we have the soundboard. We have the soundboard to save us. Um. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. And before we get too deep into this, uh, I just want to remind you to rate and review the podcast uh, on iTunes. Give us five stars. If you want to say some, like, you know, mean shit or constructive criticism, that's cool. Say it in the comment, but give us five stars. Um, And if you want to send us money... You can do that too. Uh, we post the podcast on Anchor. You can go Please on Anchor. Please send us money and support. He's the being polite, but we need it. You think that soundboards and apps and microphones and sh- and shit are, and matches and stickers are free? They don't go on trees. Fuck okay? out of here. Uh, yeah, so cool. If you feel like doing that, feel free. Um, so in the like like my colleague here said, in commencement of our tenth episode, we did get a soundboard. We did the. Actual sound clips that we chose are uh, weirdly selective. Yeah, they're yeah, and I'm sure they'll gr- the it'll expand. Will grow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the meantime, we're left with uh, what do we got on here? Like seven sound clips, <laughs> something like that. Uh, but we don't we don't want to show our hand too soon. No, we're not gonna. But I mean, but, if you hear <laughs> if you, hear, if you any, hear random sounds, no, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and by the way, Kev has kind of been the man behind the curtain this whole time. He's so, actually yeah. he's actually been manning the ship of every episode, but he's kind of been like the silent assassin. So now he's like peeking around the curtain. Now that we <laughs> <laughs> Now that we now that he's manning a soundboard, he's gonna be a lot more interactive, I think, with the podcast. The personality will really come out. Yeah. In the form of random sound. I don't think he'll abuse it though. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man. So what's good? Well, I'll tell you what's not good is the Puppetino's pizza oh we just God, had, dude. That shit was fucking bad. So, <clears throat> so me and Kev like got Sal's pizza the other day, and it was so fucking good. And I was so like, was this like a Salvatore's location? Like, is it like an actual Salvatore? It's an actual Salvatore. So okay. we were like excited. Wait, wait, sorry, not a Salvatore's, a Sal's I'm pizza. Sorry, Sal's pizza. Yeah, N- not to be confused with. Right, but um. So we went online to like order it again, and apparently that location you can't fucking order online anymore. And we're obviously not going to call and talk to a human. So no, that'd be silly. We ordered Papaginos, and we got a buffalo chicken pizza, and it was fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing, <laughs> the thing about this, oh man, the sandwich is never going to get old. But the thing about the Papaginos pizza is that I like kind of a pizza that's a little bit on the well done side. Me too, and it, we ordered it well done also. I don't know. And if you when you looked at that thing, it was like the colors were too bright, it was too glossy, it was too moist. You could just tell yeah. it wasn't well done. Well, but, the problem is, is the pizza would have been fine, but they after sauced it. Well, that's exactly so right. So they put like 
buffalo sauce and like blue cheese on it after it came out of the fucking oven, which was a terrible idea. And it's just fucking was disgusting. It doesn't work. If you after sauce anything, it doesn't work. It needs to be embedded deeply into it's the same thing as skipping a shower and just using cologne. It doesn't work. You smell like shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Exactly like that. You know? Uh but, <laughs> I mean I guess uh it all makes sense though if that they have the worst pizza since they're going like totally bankrupt. They, they are going closed bankrupt. like they're dozens frowning. of locations. They're filing chapter eleven. Oh, is that what it is? Is that the chapter? Yeah, so chapter yeah, yeah. ten so usually chapter one, everything's great. You're like thinking about starting a business and convincing yourself that you can do it. Chapter two is asking all your family members for money to kind of get this thing going. <laughs> Chapter three is like you finally convinced the right investors to give you the money. So you're like, oh, this is getting real. Chapter four is like you actually buy the spot. You start actually paying rent in the location. Chapter five is you start getting serious about an actual recipe and start honing your craft. Chapter six is you start actually you come hiring people. Yeah. So so now you got to like come up with the money to hire people. Chapter 7 is normally like you start getting a few regular customers and you're like, "Okay, I'm not enough to turn a profit yet, but I can actually start like balancing the books a little bit." Yeah, Chap- you're still you're still seeing hardships. Exactly. Chapter 8, you're at another restaurant and you hear like passers-by talk about your restaurant, so you're like, "Oh, maybe we're getting somewhere." <laughs> Chapter 9, you start to actually be at the point where you can start cutting yourself a salary. Chapter 10, Everything's going well. You're like, wow, I can't believe I'm actually doing this. That whole thing that I started is taking off. And then chapter 11, you're bankrupt. (laughs) There can be 100 people in the room and 99 don't believe in you. Well, that's exactly right. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But that listeners losing listeners. Yeah. Yeah. There could be 100 people in a room and 99 will leave after hearing that. Uh, but anyways, but yeah, it makes sense that Papa Gino's is going bankrupt. And I've always been on the Papa Gino's bandwagon. I've always thought that Papa Gino's was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I've always noticed that I was kind of a minority voice in that mob of people. Well, you and I both appreciate a good rustic pizza from there. Well, that's exactly right. Yeah. Which is a pretty, it's a pretty delicious the rustic pizza is i don't know what it is and they do go heavy on the parmesan but it's like edge but it's okay like it's fine i want it i like it yeah and they do a good job and i always get it well done maybe i guarantee you if they did more to actually advertise i i honestly i've never seen a papa genius television commercial like ever Uh, that's actually a good point if they did more to advertise the rustic pizza they'd probably be doing okay Actually, no, I think I have seen a rustic pizza. Of course, he has to burp in the mic every fucking Sorry. time. But I think I have seen a rustic pizza commercial, now that you say it. Really? Yeah. Like recently? No, I don't think that recently. Yeah, okay. But also, D'Angelo's went out of business now, too, because it's, well, the, it's same the same company. Thing, yeah. And uh, my last experience at, D- at D'Angelo's was I got a buffalo. Maybe it's the buffalo. Maybe they just can't. This company can't do buffalo. But I got a buffalo chicken wrap, and then I got wicked sick from it, and then never went to D'Angelo's. Did you actually get sick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I love the fucking soundboard. It's perfect. But, um, yeah, maybe it's a buffalo thing. It might be. Maybe that company just can't figure I it out. I remember being, it was, the year was 2002. I was 12 years old. Me too. And I remember getting uh, my first ever, not from D'Angelo's, Angelo's just period first ever chicken teaser wrap, mm. and I was like, "This is fantastic." 
and all that sentiment, all that sentiment has just vanished as chapter 11 closes and yet another one bites the dust. <laughs> but you still indulge in the chicken Caesar wraps. Another, another from other. So here's the thing about me. Is I, I actually, and most people know this, I don't actually like food. So. Yeah, it's an inconvenience to you. Exactly. So when I go to a restaurant, I'm scanning the menu for like, I'm like a robot where I'm like familiar object, familiar object, familiar object. Then I fucking come across something that I've had before that usually isn't that bad and that doesn't have a high threshold of versatility. Meaning yeah. like, you know how like if you get a chicken piccata at one restaurant, it could taste cr- like crazily different from the next restaurant you get oh, a yeah. chicken piccata. So you want so something with a narrow margin of it, that's exactly right. Yeah. So you don't want to get chicken piccata because unless you've had it before or seen someone have it before, you don't know what you're in for. Mm. Chicken, pic- chicken piccata is a great meal, but it's not something that I'm going to order at a restaurant that I've never been to. Is that what you got at the Barking Dog? That was um, yes, and they did like uh, uh, like fried chicken fingers. They did two chicken fingers and oh. like. Like just lemon juice or something. Yeah, that's exactly right. It was it, real bad. It was just first of all, it's it's not it's not supposed to be. If anything, it's it would be like considered like baked chicken, right? And chicken piccata. Like I, think, yeah, I mean, oh it's yeah. like it's frying pan chicken, but I'd it's not. So. Yeah, it's not like crispy fried it's not a chicken. Tyson chicken finger. Right, and that was terrible. And you know what made that place even worse was that the waitress actually recommended that. I don't know I if that. Yep. That I don't know if happened. you recall, but that one hundred percent happened. It was on the specials item, and she yep. was like, are, "Here are the specials," and she listed them off. And then when it came to chicken piccata, she's like, "In my personal favorite, the chicken piccata." And it may have been a waiter. I don't remember if it was a man or a woman, but no, whoever was waitress, whoever was the server recommended that, yeah. and then I had it, and I was like, "Wow, this is loser. not good," and it was fucking terrible. Jesus. But not sure I was going with that. Yeah. Well, either way, we'll get back to the uh, back to your scheduled podcast. Okay. Um. So yeah, we actually discovered. You know, if you listen to last week's epi- episode about Art Garfunkel, um, oh. we talk about how he's like a little bit of a pretentious dick. But now it's coming out that he's actually way more of a pretentious dick than we at first had realized. Right. And we figured that we would share the discoveries with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I want to give credit to the person that pointed these things out to me. That was Chris uh, Ferreira. He uh, he pointed these things out to me. I just wanted to give credit where credit was due. How did this come up? Did he listen to the last week's podcast? Honestly, I or? don't even think he's listened to a single episode of the podcast. I think I just shared it on Instagram, the picture of Art Garfunkel. Oh. And he was like, oh, dude, have you seen this? And then sent me like six fucking articles. And I was like, holy <laughs> That's shit, hilarious. dude. Art Garfunkel is such an insufferable douche it's not even funny so i saw him last weekend and and again huge fan like i guess like i'm a huge beatles fan but i'm not like a huge ringo fan you know what i mean like it's just part of the territory but i could not believe how the the douchebaggery that i witnessed was unbelievable so oh, then anyway so then yeah what was it com. it literally says and i quote Art has always been a vigorous reader. Here's a list of books that he's read since 1968. (laughs) As if anybody gives a fuck. But the best part about the whole fucking list of books he's read is he also adds the the amount of pages that's in each book. Right, just to, like, impress you on, like, how... Which impresses no person ever, unless you're fucking in seventh grade. 
Oh my god, you read 400 pages oh this week? Oh my god, dude, how long did that take? Oh my god. Where can it, where was it? Can you find where the fuck it was? Kyle? I think it was on Argar. Is this argarfreckle.com? Yeah. Oh my god, this looks uh, so shitty. This is the shittiest user interface I've ever seen. It's so bad, dude. This is like a free website. I love how it has a link to a video from August 26th. Ah, and then it has a headshot of him from like 1978. Jesus. Uh, yeah, where was that link? But I love how the name of his biography is, What is All But Luminous? It's like, dude, just oh. write, just call it Art Garfunkel's biography. It's so fucking pretentious. Just call it's it ridiculous. Far, fart Garfunkel. There you That's go. That's what it should be called. Fart. Garfunkel. Art's a library. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Separated. Here we go. Since the 1960s, Art has been a vigorous, oh, no, it's a voracious reader. We are pleased to present a listing of every book Art has read since 1968. Click on that. First of all, (laughs) (laughs) first of all, as if anybody gives a flying rat's ass. Second of all, as if we're going to actually believe that this idiot remembers. Which books he read per year for like the last yeah I'm sure fifty he years he remembers that he read uh what he read at on ni- in June 1968 the Art of Loving and it was 146 pages oh. like what the fuck I love when it says the books and half these books are from the 18th century and half the books are less than 300 pages oh what 300 pages there's one book that's 1100 pages dude this fucking guy man oh yeah he read The Shining in September of 1977. Oh, wow, dude. That's great. Fucking How does he know this is accurate? He doesn't. He must have, if, if any of this is accurate, he kept a log, and he was even more pretentious for keeping a log of everything he's read for All right, life. here's the thing. is How do you prove that he read every book on here? You can't. Exactly. So why? Wait, wait, what? Wait, go away. Go down. The last book he read was in November 1990. He doesn't read anymore? Whoa. Uh, oh, wait. No, there's another page. Sorry. Oh, all right. Yeah, actually, what is the, what oh, is wow. the most? Oh, wow. How appropriate. December. Uh, oh wait, scroll down. 2017, so, How to Grow Old. Is the yeah, he read a book from 2017. Can we click on that? On tyranny. He stopped putting the page numbers starting in 2010. Oh, somebody must have called him out on that. Maybe. And rightfully so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Like what? Like, have you ever seen someone like? Yeah, I saw a movie this weekend. It was. Dude, how many minutes? It was, was like that? it was like two and a half hours. Holy shit! Who gives a fuck? Yeah, not me. Look at this guy, dude. But the the moral of the story mainly is that Art Garfunkel is he's oh so then he does this other article where I think I'm not sure if it was I don't think it was with Rolling Stone but it was a, it was some sort of reputable publication. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he said, uh, "Oh, the only reason I befriended Paul Simon was because he was short and I felt bad for him. When we were in grammar school, I saw him and he was this short loser and I felt bad for him. And then he basically said that he had a Napoleon." Napoleonic complex. As if. uh, And by the way, Napoleon was five foot seven, which is like the average height. Can we look up Paul Simon's uh, height? But he also plays it off as if like he made Paul Simon famous. Right, like he. Where it's actually. Oh, he's five three. So Paul's five three. That is short as fuck. Jesus. Type in type in uh, (laughs) Napoleon (laughs) Napoleon Bonaparte. (laughs) Type in Napoleon Bonaparte side. I'm pretty sure he was like 5'6 or 5'7. Five, 5'7, seven. Five, seven, dude. Yeah. So he was tall as fuck. So <laughs> Napoleon, and then type in like average male height in Korea, for example. What the fuck? I can't wait to see this. Oh. Uh, 
Five seven. Yeah. So you have an entire country that has oh, a five nine. Complex. Five nine in Korea. Japan's five seven. Sorry. Japan. What's the average height of America? I'm gonna for say American it's men. like five. I'm gonna say it's five gotta be ten. like five ten. Five nine. Five nine. Okay. So Napoleon wasn't even that far off. And people act like it, the, he was so short that he needed to, like, invade half the world. Cut the guy a fucking break, Cut man. him a fucking break, dude. Jesus. Jesus, man. It's not like he had a Simon complex. <laughs> he was four inches taller than the fucking guy. How old? Can you see how tall Art Garfunkel is? It just says. It just says. It's a paragraph it explaining eight, how tall he is. It says eight foot 16. He's five nine. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's great. What a fucking Art douche. Garfunkel is five foot nine and befriended Art Garfunkel for and being five three because he was too short. And now looks exactly like Larry David. So he's two inches taller than Napoleon Bonaparte was, but he befriended Paul Simon because he had a Napoleonic complex. <laughs> what a fucking douche. Look at this guy in front of his library. Hands in his pockets. He probably rented that library. Sorry, he's been his books, dude. I have such a like low threshold for douchebaggery that when I saw Art Garfunkel last week, my, all of my alarm bells went off, uh, and I just couldn't even take it. Your alarm like, bells? Like my douchebaggery alarm sensors oh, right, right. were triggered, and they just went way off. Your douche it was flags. Like, like you know when like you're making a steak to enjoy. But you're not grilling it. You're doing like you're making it on like the stovetop. Yeah, I love doing that. Exactly. But then, so you're doing something you like, but then you accidentally have all the smoke alarms in your house go off, and you're like, "This is miserable." Yeah, that's what it was like when I saw Art Garfunkel. Where I was wow. like, "This is going to be a nice, weird, nice, tasteful enjoyment." And then next thing I knew, you weren't alarms are going off, and I was like, "We got to get the fuck out of here." And then the EMT showed up, and then everyone was running for their lives. And well, that actually happened, and yes. <sighs> Ridiculous. Well, you live and you learn, right? Yeah, it's absolutely right. What, what is all but luminous? Definitely not going to read that book. Uh, but you know, It's on my else? list of things to do. Right behind you know what, man? Star you know what fucking week it is, bro? Thanksgiving week? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We're going to fucking eat some fucking shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, so Oh, and then so I was at work today. Oh god. And uh this guy said, "Hey, uh this company that we work with is still going to be open this week because the manager doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving." And we said, what? <laughs> And I was like, "What do you mean he doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving?" And he goes, "Yeah, he just hates it." Yeah. Who hates Thanksgiving? What the f- Okay. He just hates it. And wow. it's kind of strange because he lives in Ohio, whose capital is named after Christopher Columbus. Wait, Ohio's named after Christopher Columbus? Well, Columbus, Ohio. What the fuck? I love the soundboard, man. This is great. The soundboard is the best, man. Because <sighs> I remember talking about the soundboard, and some people didn't want to do it. And I just said, you know what? I don't care if you guys don't believe in me. It's going to happen. There can be 100 people in the room and 99 don't believe in you. Exactly. <laughs> and we made it happen. You see that, man? All it takes is six years. Lady Gaga. Oh, God. Oh, God. man. 
But what the fuck are we talking about? I don't know. Thanksgiving, oh, Thanksgiving. So didn't you have some sort of cookie gate well, scandal? Yeah, a little bit of a gate. A little bit of a gate. So uh, every fucking year when we ever we have office parties, all the obviously there's like shitloads of food left over. Right. And then like we'll all wrap it up and put it in the fridge. And then the next day, everyone's like rubbing their hands together like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to hit that fucking those leftovers, mm. man. Oh, yeah. And then we open the fridge and absolutely everything's gone. And we have no idea where the fuck it goes. <laughs> 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 so we um, have suspicions of people who might be doing it, whatever. But um, <laughs> Jess made these cookies that she makes, these like pumpkin cookies that are mad fucking good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And after eating, there was like literally at least a do- like <laughs> there's at least a dozen left. So, so good. And uh, so then we fucking went upstairs, went to and worked, and then came back down like 15 minutes later to get like another cookie, and the entire container of cookies was gone. I love how Kev has the control because it just makes it so much better that we have no idea what the fuck's coming. The entire container was gone. The whole thing was gone, dude. Could we get that fail music to replay one more time? <laughs> so so you have no idea who took it, who Not done a clue. it. No clue. Oh, Jesus. It's awful. Ah, uh-huh. man, dude. But, um, yeah, man. <laughs> Shit. You know what? Should we try to introduce like one of the segments, even though like we weren't prepared to do it, we could just do it. Sure. Like, well, we already started doing it, so um, we want to do this segment, and it's going to be called "Stuff You Forgot About." Oh, right. And so then, like, we'll just talk about shit that you fucking forgot about, and you'll be like, "That things you forgot about." <laughs> <laughs> so I guess. Uh, this episode of things you forgot about uh celebrity death match man dude celebrity death match is so funny man i remember yeah. see kev just went oh shit dude he went oh yeah, yeah. but uh remember that fucking show man dude it's so funny you said that because the other day i was uh he goes the other day i was remembering that show <laughs> <laughs> i was on uh youtube the other day and i was just like looking at a bunch of uh pearl jam shit yeah, and there was the one episode where Eddie Vedder. <laughs> it's a it's, so it's celebrity death matches with Eddie Vedder and uh, Scott Stapp or whatever the fuck his name is from Creed. Okay, yep. And Arms wide open. yeah, because they they sing exactly yeah. because they sing exactly the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then at the end, Eddie Vedder goes to Scott and he goes, "Give me my fucking voice back." And he literally just rips out his entire throat. <laughs> and I was like, this show was just on regular TV. It was on for so long, too. Celebrity Deathmatch was genius, dude, dude. it really was. I wish it was still One, there. Claymation should never die. It's hilarious. Probably won't. And two, <laughs> and two, the content of it was just so funny. Yeah, I agree. And uh, that was the first episode of Things You Forgot About. But- Things forgot about mm-hmm. all right and Soundboard's uh fucking awesome dude yeah dude the soundboard is the way to go <sighs> well i mean the soundboard just has the best effects ever it does man for example 
I love the delay was that fucking awkward. <laughs> this is like a this is like a two second delay. Okay. Might have to trim some off the beginning of that. Take a one Mississippi, clip. two Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, dude. god! But now that we have a soundboard, production value is going up a tad. Yeah. If you want to accelerate that, then just give us money, man. Come on. Yeah, we're gonna actually we're gonna be uh, going public soon now that we have a, a soundboard our values going up we, we're gonna start getting some investors uh all i can say shareholders is the main reason we do that this whole thing is just for fun we love doing it that's great and He's right. the only thing that would make it just even better is if you give us money so don't be a fucking dick <laughs> jesus you you're not a dick okay just you be you Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys have any... Um, we do have two sponsors. Would you rather... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> would you... Uh, what, what were you saying? <laughs> uh, I just wanted to pay tribute to our two sponsors. Yeah, let's uh, hear it. One of which would be Eric Sterling Storage. Correct. And, uh, well, you actually have... More of the uh, the queue for for Eric's uh, website and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so <clears throat> go to www.ericsterlinstorage forward slash I'm so sure cast for fifteen percent off all meat storage and eating, cooking, and storage of goods. Um, we're gonna get a soundboard clip for this, so uh, that way it'll be flawless uh, from here. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, so if you need a uh, nice, delicious steak and a place to store some items, Eric is your man. And then, um, of course, <laughs> as Squick always, Squawk! Squick Squawk Sunshine, man. Sun, sunshine. Squick Squawk, I was taking a walk. Yep, that's a great... Oh, I love that song. oh. yeah. Now, nah, but seriously, visit... Uh, Squick Squawk Sunshine Squick on Instagram. Squick Squawk Sunshine on Instagram. The, sh- uh, the amount of followers is, like, skyrocketing. It's insane, dude. It's quadruple digits. She's yeah, got a ton is. of followers, and Squisquack is just a great bird. We'll get soundboard cups for both of the both great of those, I guess. Great bird, that's for sure. That's definitely for sure. But um, I don't know. I guess we'll wrap it up. Uh, yeah. Listen, it's Thanksgiving week. Everyone have a great Thanksgiving. Don't get so fucking drunk on the night before Thanksgiving that you can't eat the Thanksgiving food. Because, um, you know, some people do that. And uh, exactly right. just fucking... Enjoy the stuffing. There can be a hundred people in the room and 99 don't believe in you. And uh, cool, man. I guess that's the end of episode 10. Yeah, that was great, man. It's been great. Uh, these double digits that we've officially reached could not be possible without uh, without your listening ears. Yeah, it's true, man. So, I mean, uh, there could be a hundred so people that you. believe in you and you guys did. We appreciate it. And listen to the, I mean, fucking listen to the. Um, fucking rate and review us on on iTunes. That's exactly right. You know, what goes around comes around. I don't know. Uh, all right, we'll see you later. See. <laughs> I'm so sure can.